You're listening to the Analysis Mason podcast with Tom Rebeck, and I'm here with Ben Taylor. Today, we're going to talk about the application to person or A2P messaging market and the competition between SMS and third-party messaging apps like WhatsApp. So, Ben, thanks for joining the podcast. Let's just start off by what we mean by A2P messaging. Hi, Tom. So, A2P messaging is application to person messaging. It sends a templated text message from a company to a consumer device. So, the typical um, use cases you may see here would be something like a reminder appointment for a dentist appointment or a um, two-for-one message to, to try and get you to buy a pizza or perhaps a one-time password verification for when you try to log into an account. Okay. Um, and how much is that? How much is the market worth? So we estimate the market was generating roughly $34 billion in 2023, about $25 billion of which came from ATP SMS messaging. Okay. Um, and you've given some examples of of A to P messaging, but I, I think it's probably important to say it's not just all one way messaging. It's not all just promotional messages or doctor's reminders. It can also be a conversation between the the customer and the business, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, and this is often a lot easier um, to achieve on third party apps like WhatsApp than it is yeah. via SMS. Okay, let's let's go into that issue then. Uh, so I guess historically the market has been dominated by by SMS, but increasingly we're seeing businesses use third-party apps like WhatsApp. So why why are they doing this? What's the benefit of using a third-party app for engaging with customers? I mean, fundamentally, there is um, a much wider range of functionality within these apps. So you know, for example, on a you know on WhatsApp, as I'm sure you and all the listeners are familiar, um, you know you can send photo messages and video messages and it just allows uh, a much easier route to um, go back and forth between the consumer and the business and additionally of course there is the record so if you're talking you know to a customer service representative if it's on the phone instead for example you need to remember what is said whereas if you've got that written record of the conversation you can hold the business to account on what they've promised you in um, via their customer service representative yeah um, and of course, there's also um, some security benefits. So a lot of these apps, although not all of them, do use end-to-end encryption, which can be particularly helpful when you're having to share personal or banking details with a business. And then, of course, some of the apps are you know, pretty pretty popular in, in certain countries. So WhatsApp, for example, is very popular in Spain, but of course, is very popular, popular sort of globally, whereas other apps like WeChat is almost ubiquitous in China. Um, yeah. So it's just having that reach to these customers with these um, with this additional functionality. Yeah, I mean we've seen from our survey because you mentioned Spain and WhatsApp. Its penetration is it's over ninety percent of, of mobile customers in Spain are using WhatsApp. So it, it's not quite ubiquitous, but pretty much there. Something similar with WeChat in in, in China. Um, the other point I guess you haven't mentioned, which is the important one, is about price because uh, it's typically cheaper to use something like WhatsApp than SMS. So, so how much cheaper is it to use the messaging app versus the traditional SMS? Well, so a little bit of the answer there does depend upon which app we're talking about. So for WhatsApp, it's roughly 20% cheaper to use WhatsApp than SMS. However, WhatsApp's actually one of the more expensive third-party apps to use, uh, probably driven by the fact it's also one of the most popular. So Viber is about 16% of the cost of WhatsApp. And Line is about 5% of the cost of WhatsApp. So even though WhatsApp's 20% cheaper than SMS, these other apps are a lot cheaper than WhatsApp. Right. Um, I guess also th- th- there's a point to make 
each of these apps uses a slightly different charging mechanism they have a different business model so for whatsapp you pay you don't pay per message you pay for a 24-hour period so that um the 20 percent cheaper that's for one message but i guess typically with whatsapp you'll be having a conversation between the the, the, the company and the the customer so it might be that they have 10 messages or 20 messages in which case it gets much much cheaper than sms right yes absolutely so the, these businesses use slightly different models to sms so one which really jumps out um, is Line, which offer a thousand free ATP messages for any business on on the app. Right, and then you you get another you you pay thirty five US dollars for another fourteen thousand messages, right. which makes it over forty times cheaper than um, SMS. Okay, but you know in in terms of you know the cost, if you're using Facebook Messenger or you're using WeChat, it's absolutely free to send. Um, to send the messages when it's a conversational message. So for dealing with customer support issues, these services are completely free for the business to use. Right, okay, interesting. Um, so given this, given that these third-party apps, they have more features, more functionality, like you talked about earlier, that you can send pictures and whatever, um, and also they're much, much cheaper, what can operators do to compete? How can SMS compete? So, I mean, the first thing to note is, of course, that as much as in some countries these apps are you know, very popular, they don't touch SMS in terms of the ubiquity of SMS. You know, there are always going to be many use cases for SMS. Yeah. However, you know, one thing which um, the operators could do to um, to compete, which I know, you know, a lot of them already have done, is invest that investment in RCS, you know, especially with Android phones, but also pushing businesses to adopt RCS. So for example, um, I know companies like Infobip are offering um, or pushing their customers onto RCS with SMS being a backup channel for their, their ATP messaging, which they've seen um, a big increase in customer engagement um, from, from the people on those Android phones who can use RCS. And there are also ways of doing RCS on an iPhone as well, yeah? There are some apps which are available in one or two countries which enable rcs and iphones but they're very few and far between okay so that's always going to be a blocker then for rcs in countries where you have high iphone penetration like the us like the uk yes absolutely it's not it's not a perfect solution because apple's refusing to adopt rcs at the moment yeah but in other markets where androids are much more popular than uh yeah rcs is an option um what about other things that operators can do about to to um defend the sms uh hold in the a2p market so um fundamentally they could protect against price price rises so if you're seeing your the price of your a2p sms increase year on year quite significantly businesses will suddenly start to reconsider that option and go well maybe it would be better to be using something like whatsapp or something like uh, facebook messenger to really drive down those costs so they just need to try and make sure they're protecting against those price rises Right, makes sense because the price of the SMS is in the operator's hand. They can choose what they do, uh, how they price those SMS. Yeah, and if they don't want to drive business away, it would make sense to at least try and keep those prices relatively consistent, you know, year on year. Um, so ultimately, is there anything operators could do to prevent businesses moving away from SMS? Or I, I don't think so. Um, you know, with with the grip which third party messaging apps have. On the industry and how they do continue you know our survey results show they do continue to increase in penetration year on year 
rather consistently. Right. You, you, without completely reversing that trend and getting everyone to go back to SMS messaging and phone calls, which I can't see happening, um, that they can't really um, change this trend because it's the direction which the consumers are going in. Of course, the businesses will follow the consumers. Okay. But there, there are other things they could do to yeah. try and um, to, to try and you know, slow it down a little, which would be you know, investing in sort of two-way ATP messaging. So. For example, if you've got a delivery and you've got a message through saying, oh, your delivery is expected at, at midday today, for you to be able to reply to that ATP SMS message asking the driver to you know, leave it with a neighbour, um, for example, with that message then being relayed to the driver, right? that would offer a lot more functionality than um, ATP SMS currently generally offers. Yeah, so it gets a bit more like a, a WhatsApp type uh, functionality. Yeah. Um, what about operators also incorporating uh, WhatsApp into their broader... A messaging portfolio so some operators such as kpn have been doing this for years so kpn partnered with vonage to offer whatsapp apis on their api store now it will not this won't increase the rate which business move towards platforms like whatsapp um, and it certainly won't slow to slow down um, the rate consumers move towards whatsapp but it, what it does do is it allows operators to generate some additional revenue to compensate for the um, in inverted commas lost revenue yeah. um, from businesses moving towards WhatsApp for ATP messaging. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for that, Ben. Very, very interesting. Um, you've published a number of reports and articles um, on this topic. Uh, we will link to some of those in, in the show notes. Um, and there's plenty more about this topic on the Analysis Mason website. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Um, if you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome comments, feedback and reviews. Thank you for listening. <laughs>